It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to Under the Hood, the official podcast of the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. Glad you've joined us on this edition of the podcast as we get ready to close the book on 2021. It was a successful year for the Fuel. They began the year with a long winning streak. It carried them into the Kelly Cup playoffs this spring. And then, obviously, a new season begins and the Fuel wrapping it up. Very uniquely, outdoors on New Year's Eve at Toledo's Winterfest, taking on the Walleye. It's just the fourth ever outdoor game in ECHL history, and the few are honored to be part of it. And we're looking forward to that on New Year's Eve. The puck drops at 6 p.m. for Walleye Winterfest and the Indy Fuel taking on the Toledo Walleye in that contest. On this edition of the podcast, our guests will be... One of the players who has been absolutely red hot for the fuel, Jared Thomas, who has five goals and 16 assists in a 14 game scoring streak that was snapped on December 29th. It's the second longest scoring streak in fuel history, and he has been playing some great hockey here of late, as well as his line mates, Jan Mondot on the left and Spencer Watson on the right, who are both putting up some really big numbers as well. And also, we'll hear from one of the newest members of the Indy Fuel, Darian Craighead, as he was acquired on December 13th, along with Carl Elmir, in a trade from the Norfolk Admirals. And he has also had a heck of a start with a hat trick in his debut with the Fuel against the Cincinnati Cyclones, and followed that up with a huge weekend in his first week with the team. The Fuel have finished the 2021 portion of the home schedule strong with points in their last five games. They were 4-0-1 at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum in December. That started with a victory over the Fort Wayne Comets on December 1st and then a really solid weekend, a record-setting weekend as the Fuel defeated Cincinnati 7-2 and then followed with a 9-4 victory over Kalamazoo the weekend before Christmas. And then the Fuel returned from the break. They dropped a game in Fort Wayne on Sunday, but then returned back to the friendly confines of the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on Tuesday night against the Norfolk Admirals. We saw the first-ever home start for Michael Lackey, who had just come off of injured reserve, and also a big game for Jan Mondot, who got things started with this breakaway goal in the first minute 15 of the second period. Taken back by Keone Teixeira. Long stretch pass to Jan Mondot. He's got a clear breakaway. Backhand, forehand, score! Jan Mondot! With the breakaway goal, puts the fuel up one to nothing on a great stretch pass from the defensive zone. He caught the puck at the blue line. There was nobody within 15 feet of him. And Mondot had all kinds of time to make his move. Forehand, backhand, back to the forehand on the blocker side. Mondot wasn't done. The Fuel's red-hot power play, which had been clicking at a better than 50% pace in the last four games, continued to work its magic with these two power play goals in the second period to extend the lead to 3 to nothing. Jared Thomas across to Craighead, into the slot, tried to pick the top corner and just missed. Sends it up to the point for a lead. 
Lee with 12 points in the power play, second in the league. Wrist one through traffic and scores! Mike Lee gives the Fuel a 2-0 lead with a wrister from the left point. The Fuel provided all kinds of traffic in front. Warm didn't see it. And Mike Lee with his third power play goal of the year has given the Fuel a 2-0 lead. And the Indy power play remains scorching hot with a goal now in seven consecutive games. Malone to take the draw. Wins it to Thomas. Up to the point for Mike Lee. Skates in. Feeds it to Mondot across. Thomas, one-timer on goal. War makes the save. Rebound loose in the crease. And Seamus Malone punches it home. The Fuel score and lead it three to nothing. Back-to-back power play goals for the Fuel. War made the save and he thought he had it. But the rebound trickled into the crease. And Seamus Malone, always the net front presence, punches it home for his fifth power play goal of the year. And Indy has a 3 to nothing lead. Jared Thomas's assist on Seamus Malone's goal extended his scoring streak as well to 14 games. He would later get an assist as well on Spencer Watson's third period goal that extended the lead. And the final horn sounded on a tremendous night for the Fuel and a tremendous one for Michael Lackey as well as he posted his second career shutout. Into the Fuel zone, into the right wing corner. Puts it out in front and... It ends up being redirected on goal by Marley Quince. And Lackey had to make a save. Rhodes shoots from the point. Save made. Rebounded tight. And Lackey sprawls to fall on top of it. And Rob Stephen Leonard, who was looking for the loose change in front. And he outlets it to Cook. And they'll work it through center. Across the line comes Todd. Curls, drags, takes a backhand on the goaltender. Lackey, who makes the save of the upper body and then covers up. Tries to center. It's blocked wide by the Fuel. And hard sounds on the Indy Fuels. 4 to nothing victory this evening. And Michael Lackey in his home debut at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum posts his first shutout as a member of the Indy Fuel. His second career shutout in the ECHL. The Fuel followed that up with a 3-2 shootout loss on Wednesday to Norfolk, where the Fuel scored twice in a a two-and-a-half-minute span of the second period, including Griff Jeska's second goal with the Fuel and a shorthanded goal by Seamus Malone. Seamus Malone now has six goals on the year. All of them have come on special teams, five power play goals and a shorty, and he nearly had another as he hit a post shorthanded in the third period. But the Fuel came inches away from winning that game on several occasions, but did get a point and a little bit of momentum going into Toledo for Winterfest on New Year's Eve and then back home for two games to ring in the new year. Sunday, January 2nd will be our first family fun day of the year as the Iowa Heartlanders visit the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. That'll be a 3.05 p.m. face-off. And then on Friday, January 7th, the Fuel will welcome the Wheeling Nailers as it's Indiana Farmers and Friends Night as we will honor our great building sponsor and our great sponsor and partner, Indiana Farmers Insurance. So we're looking forward to ringing in the new year with you at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. And 
enjoying some hockey as this Indy Fuel squad continues to grow. One thing we've seen, a lot of moves, a lot of trades, guys being called up, and the Fuel's depth is being tested a little bit, but I think they've put themselves in a better position than a lot of teams by the fact that they have a lot of depth and some guys that they've brought in, like Griff Jeska, like Andrew Ballant, have come in and contributed right away. Pavel Vorobe as well uh, came in and contributed right away. And then another huge midseason signing in Jan Mondat. I mean, what has he done to get things started for the fuel in his brief time with Indy? He has eight points, three goals and five assists in seven games, and then you look at a guy, Seamus Malone, has a four-game point streak going with three goals and three assists in his last four. Spencer Watson has seven goals in his last eight games, and we mentioned Jared Thomas, 21 points in a 14-game scoring streak. He's now a -a point-a-game player, and then you see a lot of players getting opportunities in the American Hockey League. Mike Lee, Brent Gates, and Tommy Apap have all signed professional tryout offers in the AHL, and we saw in a very brief stretch, Kale Morris and Tom Aubron, the goaltenders, as well as defensemen Jacob Laguerrier and Cliff Watson, and forwards Chad Yetman and Riley McKay, all getting called up to the Rockford Ice Hogs and getting that opportunity in the American Hockey League. There was one point this week where the fuel on Wednesday, for Wednesday's game, 10 players who had been on the fuel roster this season were on American Hockey League rosters. And so that just shows you, number one, the opportunities that players here in Indy are getting, and they're showing their talents and getting looks at a higher level, and that's really what this is all about, is giving players an opportunity to showcase themselves here and earn themselves opportunities at higher levels and the American Hockey League and eventually the National Hockey League as well. And we saw Colin Delia called up from the Rockford Icehawks back to the Chicago Blackhawks as well this week to join Kevin Lankinen, another former Indy Fuel goaltender. And we've, of course, seen Justin Hall have a tremendous career with the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. That's what it's all about. And so it's been incredible to see the number of players getting opportunities. And we understand there's uh, a lot of things going on in the hockey world right now that has opened the door. And a lot of players are looking to take advantage of those chances. Into the left-wing corner, back to Yetman. 50 seconds to go in the power play. Lots of zone time here for the fuel. Craighead skates and shoots, scores! It's a hat trick for Darian Craighead in his Indy Fuel debut. And the fuel have connected four times on the power play as the headwear comes flying out of the stands to salute Darian Craighead. Welcome to Indy. It's a 7-2 lead as he curled off the boards to the inside of the left-wing circle and lifted a wrist shot right under the bar. Our first guest is Darian Craighead. He's one of the newest members of the Indy Fuel, and he's had a tremendous start to his Fuel career as he has five goals and four assists in six games, including that hat-trick goal in his debut with the Fuel against the Cincinnati Cyclones in a 7-2 victory. And so we had a chance to chat with Darian about a lot of things, including being a second-generation professional hockey player and joining a new team midseason and making a quick impression. 
Here is Indie Fuel forward, Darian Craighead. First things first, welcome to Indie. I know it's always a bit of a change as you get traded mid-season, but what have the first couple of weeks here in Indie been like for you? I mean, so far it's been awesome. I mean, uh, it's a really good group of guys in there, so uh, they made us feel comfortable right away, me and Carl, and uh, Doug cut us up to speed really quick, and uh, yeah, it's been awesome. And how much did it help with Carl having been here and having played for Doug before to maybe help get you up to speed as you you were on your way over? Yeah, definitely. Carl uh, kind of told me a couple of things I could expect and uh, kind of the playing style that uh, he remembered when he was here. And um, yeah, so all that helped a lot. What's it like trying to mesh with the new team, kind of get used to new teammates, a new style of play and, and just kind of fit in fit into a new room yeah definitely like i said um they kind of brought us in right away and made us feel comfortable and um i think you just kind of go out there and play free and uh try and contribute to the team uh however you can to help them win a hat trick in your first game i guess is a pretty good introduction how special was that yeah definitely um didn't really expect that um i knew uh I knew me and Carl were excited to to be here and um, kind of join the squad, but yeah, definitely didn't expect that. Well, in that first weekend, and even last night as we record this in Fort Wayne, you've been able to find a lot of offense just as a team. Seven goals against Cincinnati, nine against Kalamazoo, six and four the last two games. Is that just kind of come from the style that you've been playing and the fact that you personally have fit into that pretty well? Yeah, I mean, um, I think there's just a lot of good players here and a lot of guys that like scoring and, um, it just seemed, uh, the puck going in. Um, I don't know if it'd be like that all year. Uh, I'm sure we hope so, but, um, yeah, for right now, uh, just kind of got to ride that high and hopefully string together a couple wins here. How much has it been as well trying to just develop some chemistry with line mates? And I know that's been changing a little bit because of call ups and injuries and other things, but, getting used to some of the guys you're playing with yeah definitely i mean i talked to doug a little bit about um whatever i'm on the line uh kind of what to expect from the player and obviously we we've had a couple practices here since i've been here so uh, i get to see them in practice and then just kind of talking on the bench of uh what kind of game you play and uh kind of where i can find you on the ice it's your second year how much has your game grown from last year to this year yeah, definitely. I mean, um, last year was uh, kind of a good experience in, in pro. Um, definitely would have liked to play a little more, but uh, it was kind of a weird year. So I was just uh, happy to to be playing. But uh, this year, I feel like I've gotten a little more opportunity and uh, just trying to uh, try to run with it and, uh, you know, have a good year. What did you pick up being with the team that went to the Kelly Cup final last year? Um, there's just, we had a lot of high talent guys, a lot of guys that, uh, were good pros and carried themselves, uh, to a high standard. So, um, it made it easy. We had an older team, so I got to learn a lot from those guys and, uh, kind of try and bring that into this year. What was the biggest transition going from the college game to the professional game? Um, obviously the, the, uh, the 10 forwards is a little different. So you're on the ice a little more. So, um, maybe not conserve energy, but, um, definitely get the cardio up. And then, um, I feel like you get a couple more chances, uh, a game, uh, in our league. 
with the, uh, you know, a lot, a lot more games and stuff. So, um, probably just that. Your father played pro hockey. I remember watching him play for the Detroit Vipers back in the mid 1990s. How much has it helped you to have somebody who has been through this and played a number of years professionally, both here and overseas to kind of be a mentor for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he coached me all growing up and kind of showed me how to play the game and how to play the game right. And, uh, he's, he's someone I can talk to after games and, um, kind of give me, uh, the, the cold hard truth, uh, on how I played, whether it's good or bad. And, um, no, that's, uh, it's huge for me, for sure. I know he played in Europe while you were young. How much time as a youngster did you spend in Europe? And what was that, that like growing up around the game? Um, I mean, I was so young when he was over in Europe, but, um, I definitely remember a couple of things, but, uh, um, yeah, no, uh, it's been awesome. Um, he helps me a lot and, uh, he's always someone I can talk to. What a lot of players growing up in Canada, you kind of have to make that decision of, are you going to go the junior A route and play college or are you going to go major junior? What led to your decision to go through college and uh, and eventually to Northern Michigan? Um, I mean, when I was younger, I was honestly a little smaller. Um, was kind of didn't really grow into my body when I uh, started to grow. So I thought um, maybe uh, going to the junior A route. And um, obviously, my dad has a lot of information from guys that he's played with and um, guys that he's seen go through uh, through the ranks. And uh, we just kind of decided that school might be the best option. What's been your favorite thing about being in Indianapolis so far? I know you've only been here a couple of weeks, but uh, what have you enjoyed most about being here? Um, honestly, the crowds. Uh, I mean, it's a fun rink to play in. Um, they're loud. They're passionate. Uh, it's usually packed since I've been here. So um, that's been a lot of fun. And obviously, uh, us scoring a lot of goals makes it a lot more fun, too. What is it going to be like going against your former teammates these next couple of nights? <laughs> um, I mean, it's definitely going to be an emotional game. Um, a lot of friends over there, and um, obviously once the puck drops, it's uh, it's all business. But um, really look forward to playing them. That's obviously a game um, that's uh, marked in the calendar. Going back into your um you know, throughout your career, whether it be junior, college, or pro, what's been your favorite road city and uh, favorite road rank to play in? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, so far I like playing uh, here in, uh, here in Indy. Um, maybe not, I guess that's not really a road spot, but uh, it's new to me. So I'll go with that. Okay. So what's a, a favorite memory that you've had from your, your hockey career at any level? Um, Probably in, in, in Chilliwack when we went uh, all the way to the finals. Um, it didn't turn out the way we wanted, but um, we had such a good group there, such a good team, and um, we uh, we had a really good, uh, really good fun year. What are your goals for this year here, the rest of this season here in Indy? Uh, just kind of take things day by day. Um, obviously, um, I think we are a, a really talented team, and uh, well coached team. So I think uh, we can do some big things and kind of climb up the standings and get ourselves into a playoff position and ultimately uh, try and make a run at the Kelly Cup. That's Indy Fuel forward Darian Craighead. Now we look to our next guest.
for Thomas. He'll bring it up top. And skating in Lee up to Thomas. One-timer score! Mike Lee from the left circle sent it up to Jared Thomas in the high slot. Thomas rips a one-timer past Bonner. Jared Thomas is one of the elite playmakers in the ECHL. He has 17 assists among his 22 points and recently ripped off a 14-game scoring streak in which he had five goals and 16 assists. And he has really found a home with Spencer Watson on his right, Jan Mondot on his left. He's got a shooter on his right. He's got a playmaker and a shooter on his left. And that allows him to dish the puck and get it to those guys in spots where they can find the back of the net. And that has become a really productive line. Here is our conversation with Jared Thomas. Jared, first of all, you've been playing really well here in these last couple of weeks. You've got 11 points in your last nine games. What has really come together for you here in these last two or three weeks where you've been able to produce as much as you have? I think just getting getting into the flow of things. Uh, beginning of the year, I had a little delayed start with a little minor injury that I was dealing with, so I was out for a couple weeks after the first game, so I kind of got like a little behind, so when I came back, I was just trying to find find my legs and and took like maybe a couple games maybe three or four and then now I'm starting to finally feel really good out there and um, I think ever since then I've been playing pretty well and um, so that was a big part of it and then just I mean just trying to work hard and and make plays is and sometimes they go in sometimes they don't and right now they're they're seeming to go in at least once or twice a game, so that's uh, been good, too. Well, you mentioned that. Uh, you've dealt with injuries. At, at your rookie year, you had a really good year, and then you really your second year in Tulsa, you were slowed a little bit by injuries. How difficult is it as a player to not be able to be 100% and be out there, and how nice is it for you to kind of be able to round back into form and, and be back to full strength? Yeah, it's it's challenging, especially when you're not used to being out with injury. Uh, I think two couple years ago was my first like real injury, so um, it was definitely tough to deal with. And um, same thing last year, I had a couple different nagging injuries, but nothing too major. But um, yeah, it's just part of the game. I mean, guys guys get bumps and bruises along the way, and um, but every team has guys that step in and and can do the job. So. Um, but right now everyone's pretty healthy and we just, hopefully we can stay healthy and get on a good run here, uh, before Christmas. And, and then when we come back and, um, continue on. So yeah, injuries are a part of the game, but, um, you just got to learn how to fight through it or, uh, try and take a step back so you can get healthy before instance. And, and you kind of want to play through it, but also, it might help if you take a week or two off to get back fully. Uh, the game that you play very much as a playmaker, what's the importance of having really good finishers on your wings, especially this year where you've been skating a lot with Brent Gates and Spencer Watson? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, it's huge to have guys who can put the puck in the net, especially when you're looking to pass. I'm always looking for the, those guys on the ice and, and they're, two kind of different players, but they both um, can score goals. So um, it's just finding finding where they like the puck and, 
and just finding that open ice for him. And, um, I mean, for me personally, like, obviously I'm a, I've been big assist guy and I love, uh, passing puck, but, um, I also like scoring too. So I'm trying to focus on, um, just making the right play, whether it's me shooting it and, and kind of being a little selfish and taking it myself or, making the right play and, and giving it to somebody else for a, for an easy, easy tap in or, or an opportunity. So, um, it's, it's always nice to play with, uh, guys who can score and, and it's, it just makes the game more fun. Well, and you look at that, you've played with both guys too. How much does it help having chemistry with both, uh, with both players? I know you played with Brent and, uh, Tulsa a couple of years ago and with Spencer last year. Yeah, I've known Gatesy a long time, uh, playing against him in junior and, and college. So uh, I'm pretty familiar with him, just his overall game. And and then Wadi, obviously, with him last year for the first time. And um, he's just he's scored every every season, it seems like. So um, we're actually roommates as well. So we, we kind of got that extra extra chemistry going on, too. So it's been fun. Oh, that's, uh, that's really, uh, it's really good to have that. And your fourth year as a professional, how has your game improved and how has your game changed during each of your four years? Uh, I think it's, it's been, well, I mean, in college, I came into college and I was pretty offensive. So I had to learn the defensive side of the puck and, and, work on face-offs and, and penalty killing and just working on the D side of the thing. And then in pro it's, it's a whole combination of things. Like the style of play is different. You're playing 72 games instead of 35 to 40. And um, you kind of got to know how to manage your body and, and manage situations. You can't just go all out every shift, every game, because I don't think that's very possible for anyone to do, especially when you're playing three and three or, three and fours and um i think just just managing the game and um just taking each game one day at a time and 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 really uh you know just trying to stay healthy and and contribute to to wins for our team so um i think it's just knowing your game and and sticking to what's been working and and what's gotten you so far or to this point so far so well, and you look, your team, I talked to Doug, he seems like he's happy with the way you're playing. You're t- doing a lot of the right things. It just hasn't quite translated to wins yet. Is it just a matter of continuing to stay the course and do what you've been doing? And and it will likely eventually turn around and, and lead to a few more wins here as we get close to Christmas and into January. Yeah, before last weekend, we, we had a pretty good stretch there of games where we were playing really well and liking our game and and probably should have won a couple more games than we did. And right now, just we could play a perfect 58 minutes and then have a two-minute stretch that ends up losing us the game or getting a bad bounce or something like that. So um, that's kind of how things have been going. But um, last weekend, we, we didn't like our game very much, and, and we think we got away from the things that we were doing well and, and what makes us good. So... Uh, we worked on that this week in practice, and then um, we got three games before Christmas, and and we're hoping to put get back to how we were playing before, and and hopefully come out with three wins. But uh, at least uh, tonight tonight's game, we got to start off um, 
back home for the first time in a while. That that'll be nice. So um, we got to come out and uh, and play well and and put together some wins. Uh, you're one of the rare guys who's won a state championship in high school, won a national championship in college, and I believe you scored the game-winning goal in both championship games. So what, uh, obviously, the next step, right, is to uh, get a chance to win a championship here in the professional ranks, but how special has it been for you to be able to win titles at at each level coming up to the professional ranks? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always nice to win. Um you go through so much each season. Every every season's kind of like a like a story. So um, you just kind of got to grind it out. And and at the end, if you if you end up on top, it's it's one of the best feelings in the world. But uh, yeah, it's it's something that uh, I'm happy that I can say that I I've been on a championship team and won it. And um, it just you you always go back and think about those moments and and it's something that you're going to carry with your carry with you the rest of your life so um i mean the the more you can get there the more you can accomplish that that's that's what you play for you play for the guys wearing your the same jersey the guys that you're sitting next to in the locker room and and you all have that one common goal and when you get to get to that point and accomplish it it's there's no better feeling well, and have you and Kale Morris had a chance to uh, to talk about that at all? I know he was a goaltender for Notre Dame in that title game. Uh, yeah, I, I I haven't brought it up to him. I, <laughs> I, I was going to see if he would say anything, but we actually talked a little bit about just like the atmosphere that was there, like the crowd during the national anthem before was because it was in Minnesota, so it was a pretty pro Duluth crowd, UMB crowd. It kind of felt like a home game for us, and he was just. He, he mentioned how, how loud it was and um, the crazy atmosphere and stuff like that. But uh, I, I haven't actually said anything to him about scoring up the game winner on him or anything like that. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows, and it's kind of just a mutual thing. But, um, yeah, it's it's good to have him when he's down here. He's a really solid goalie and helps us out on the back end. So, um, yeah, it'll be good this weekend, hopefully, and get get a couple wins for Christmas here. Well, we're we're at Christmas time. Do you have a favorite holiday memory or tradition? Uh, Christmas, just I loved uh, Christmas morning, getting up and and my I'm the oldest of three. I have three younger siblings, and back when we were little, the all my younger siblings would come and and jump jump on my bed and wake me up bright and early to go open presents. So we'd go open presents, and then. Uh, We'd go, we'd all gather our stuff and go skate on the outdoor rinks that we lived next to probably a minute away. So, um, Christmas day, you can bet that we were outside skating around and, and playing hockey, of course. So, um, obviously after Christmas opening the presents and stuff like that. So just like stuff like that, little family time and, um, it'll be nice to get back and, and, and see the family and spend Christmas with them. So, cause last year, obviously we, um, weren't able to do that so it'll be nice to be back there this year that's indy fuel forward jared thomas want to thank him and also darian craighead for joining us and of course those are interviews that have previously been heard during the intermissions at the indiana farmers coliseum during games but we know a lot of the fans have asked hey look we know that we're at the games. We don't often hear the between periods interviews unless we're on the concourses. We'd love to hear them. So thanks for sharing them on the podcast. We're glad to do so. And 
So glad you can enjoy these for posterity as well as the Indy Fuel turn the page to 2022 and hoping to start the new year as they did last January where they went on an absolute tear to build a big lead in the Eastern Conference in the ECHL and eventually that led to clinching a playoff spot. Hopefully the Fuel can do so again and they've got the right mix of players to do so and we're seeing head coach Doug Christensen, as he often does, make some changes, tinker with the roster a little bit, bring in some new players, and try to put together a team that could be a real, real force in what is, quite honestly, the toughest division in the league. And obviously, with so many games being in division, 44 of the Fuel's first 46 games are against division foes this year. Every game matters because every game is a potential four-point swing. So a couple of those big games coming up, New Year's Eve at Toledo. We'll have a special broadcast, a special broadcast of a road game as we'll be heading up to Toledo for that one. And then back home on January 2nd as the few will take on Iowa for a 3.05 p.m. faceoff. And then on January 7th, that's a Friday night, the Wheeling Nailers are in town for a 7.05 p.m. faceoff. And then the following weekend, January 15th, we have Hockey Fights Cancer Night and then another Family Fun Day on Sunday, January 16th. So a lot of opportunities coming up to see the Indy Fuel at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Get your tickets at all Ticketmaster outlets, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office, and head over to IndyFuelHockey.com to get all of the ticket info you need. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood. Have a happy new year, everybody. This is Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.